0: Hi everybody, this is Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM-7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. Today I'm joined by pastor, rapper, and lead chaplain for the NBA's Houston Rockets, Malcolm Marshall. In this episode, we discuss why we must avoid living in isolation and embrace integration. Malcolm also details when leaders are at their greatest risk for failure and how to prevent an epic downfall. If you are a leader at home or at work, save this, share this, and listen to it three to four times if you have to, as it is full of wisdom that could save you a lot of pain. So now it's time to lean in and learn from the best. Pastor Malcolm, in our last conversation, we discussed harmful and helpful words. I want to ask you, do you have a diagnostic tool for how you evaluate your own words? Do you have a community of people or do you invite anybody in to provide you feedback?
1: Absolutely. And and man, this is a terrific question, Eric, because what you're really leaning into with this question is you're leaning into the leader who is emotionally intelligent enough to admit that this might be an area where he or she needs to grow in. And so I'd offer two things um, that we can do to diagnose our species. These are things i do as well. Uh, number one, I would encourage leaders to taste your words before you spit them out. Taste your words before you spit them out. If it tastes bitter to you personally, it probably won't be sweet to someone else. And in that case, we'd be wise to eliminate that word or those words from our word bank. So that's number one, taste our own words before we spit them out. And then number two, and you alluded to this, ask a trusted someone if the words we normally use either build or burn down. Every leader, every leader should have a circle of people that he or she can reach out to that they will be an honest sounding board. If you don't have people that can honestly speak truth into your life and your heart as a leader, you're setting yourself up for downfall. It's just a matter of time. And so, yes, having some people that have earned the right, you don't just give that right to anybody, but having some people in our lives that have earned the right to speak honestly and openly without fear of backlash, man, every leader is better when you got those kind of people in your ear.
0: I think it's. You know, it said in our community, life together is better than life alone. That's right. When you live on an island, you set yourself up for failure. And I think Absolutely. if you look at any downfall of any great leader or any person, really, they isolate themselves in some part of their life. They're like, oh, I'll take feedback on business, but I won't take feedback on my character. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's when people make tragic mistakes. Yeah. And what you're talking um, about is
1: integrated living. Oh, go into that. Well, integrated, meaning I don't live in these compartmentalized boxes where over here I do this and over here I do this. Compartmentalized living leads to isolation because if there's something in my heart that maybe I'm, sh- I'm ashamed of or something going on in my world that I don't want others to know about, I'm just going to kind of push that to the backside. Integrated living is the living that says, you know what, guys, this is where I am in, in my full splendor and in my full junk. When it's integrated, you don't play this game of compartmentalizing. When it's integrated, it's all on the table. It's like a buffet. And most of us have not been taught to live integrated lives. Most of us have been taught to live, you show people what they need to see and you don't let them know what they don't need to see. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm with wisdom, you don't do this for everybody, but with your trusted mm-hmm. few, this is the difference between flourishing and floundering.
0: Keep going. <laughs> I wanna hear more about flourishing and floundering. Well, I'm just
1: saying, I mean, think about it. You you, you alluded to this. I, I, I haven't done a deep dive on this, but in my mind right now, I'm, I'm thinking about a book and I'm drawing a blank on the title. I'm thinking about a book I read where there were these case studies done of all these leaders over a couple hundred years and the common threads in their leadership. And one of the threads was where you see leaders who ended up going down these rabbit trails that were, in in a lot of respects, the, the beginning of the end, it was in spaces where they weren't integrated. They they had these like duplicitous lies. They were doing things or exposed to things or engaged in things that nobody knew about. To your point, they were isolated. But the people that have had trusted and they've had accountability, they've had people in their life that have earned the right to speak the truth. That's a big one. I don't want to overstep that. Everybody has not earned the right to speak into your life. But for those that have, man, every capable leader I know personally has a trusted circle of men and women that they give them the good stuff, they give them the bad stuff, and they love them through it.
0: If you want to pursue audacious goals, thrive in uncertainty, and live a healthy and fulfilled life, then subscribe to my newsletter, Adaptation. This weekly newsletter provides you with simple and efficient high-performance tools and resources you can use to unlock your potential. And when you sign up, you'll receive my ultimate sleep cheat sheet, a simple guide to optimizing your sleep. So sign up now at www.ericcorum.com
1: Now, back to the show. I'm a, I'm a firm believer, Eric. Part of our charge as leaders is to always be upgrading our circle. If you're the smartest person in your circle, you need a new circle. That's good. That is a good
0: one right there. Because, you know, one of the things, you know, when we decided to, when I started to start my company, AIM7, and we lived all over the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I mean, too many places. And we started to look. Okay, where do we're about to go? Do something really, really hard. Um, where do I want to go? Where I have community and people that can support us during this difficult time, and also like speak truth into our lives. Yep. That's why we moved back to Houston. Was because we had that. And I'm not saying like just to prop us up, but more like you know, I know that when in good times and bad times, that they're going to speak into my life and call me on stuff. Because when you get when stuff is hard, it's easy to fall into a habit of, of not using your words the right way yeah. and getting yeah. selfish with your actions. And so I think this is just, this is really, really important. I especially, especially now as we're emerging from a pandemic and we were forced to isolate physically, you know, the world is now you can integrate again, right? There really is no reason for you not to integrate. Yep. And if, if you don't feel comfortable, you should at least get on the phone and have a regular rhythm of engaging with somebody that you trust. Yeah, they can they can speak truth into your life. No, um, I,
1: I concur with everything you just said. Do you have any closing words on this thought? I'm on this uh, subject. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say I know we were we were initially talking about helpful and harmful speech. But, you know, thinking about this, this little rabbit trail we jumped on as far as isolation. One of the things I would say is, as a leader, you would be wise to know that you're at your most vulnerable during two times. And by vulnerability, I'm talking about vulnerability as far as being isolated. You're at your most vulnerable two times in your greatest successes and in your greatest struggles. See, in our great successes, we tend to, we tend to give ourselves a pass and act like the rules don't apply to us. In our greatest struggles, it becomes easy to justify unsavory behavior. Mm. And so if you're talking about isolation, These things are, I said it earlier, you know, our speech is oftentimes a reflection of something that's going on in us. Well, that isolation is almost like a precursor to that, because, you know, you'll see people say or do things and you're like, where in the world did this come from? But if you point it back, you can be like, "Ooh, were you at that mountaintop or were you in the valley low? Because that could very well factor into what's coming out your mouth or what's coming out of your fingertips.
0: Mm, That is really, really wise. Pastor Malcolm, I appreciate you joining me today. And talking about this and this is something absolutely. i'm going to go back and listen to because i think a great person is marked by their character and a way to a character is revealed by what you say and what you do yep and uh, not by you know your intentions but by your actions and so this is something that i think everybody can can get a little introspective on thank you
1: so much for joining me absolutely thanks for the invite
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast, would you please leave us a comment and review in the Apple Podcast app? This is one of the best ways that you can help support the show. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.